You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Pecka, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua back here with you, getting ready for the start of the fourth quarter. You know, i got to say, after we saw these guys a couple years ago in that District 1 championship game, I guess the punters must grow on trees down here because, I mean, that was an amazing, <laughs> amazing. I mean, once he, and, and he does everything, this guy. Yes. He's their kicker, their kickoff specialist, uh, their punter, their quarterback. Sean Mendel is, and there's a reason why he's a captain. If you can trust a guy to play that many positions, Steve, uh, there's a reason why you put the C on the jersey. Uh, he's a flat-out stud, a leader, and he, he's all over for playing outside linebacker here for the Bucks. I believe John Gruden would call him a warrior. <laughs> <laughs> So, 12 minutes on the clock, fourth quarter. Second down and 10 for the Green Raiders, literally on their own goal line. And they come out with two receivers, Hoffman under center. I have a feeling this might just be a forward push for Hoffman to get some space. See what he does here. Hard count. No one's moved. And now the Green Raiders move. Uh, so, half a distance of the goal line is, is pretty much uh, a centimeter at this point. Yeah, it's a wash. <laughs> I mean... That penalty essentially is not going to hurt you at all. Yeah. Which may be part of the thought process. If you can get the Bucks to jump at some point, you're not going to really hurt yourself. You're right. So Hoffman under center takes the snap. It's a handoff up the middle to Malik Young. He does get it out. Another foot on the run. It'll bring up third down and ten. I mean... And wouldn't it be crazy if you tried to throw it? Because if you get no more yard, I mean, it's going to be nearly impossible to get a punt off. I mean, they're, you thought really sent everyone when uh was backed up. I mean, if you honestly, even if you get a couple yards here, you're leaving the punter literally no room to get this kick off. Yeah. 11.27 to go. You might, if, and if this game was, was an 8-2 game and your punter was backed up, you might actually snap it over his head on purpose just to avoid a touchdown occurring because of the way the defense has been playing for the Green Raiders. Young in the backfield, one wide receiver, two tight ends. Hoffman under center. He hands it off to Malik Young. He's going to get some more space for his punter, but it's not nearly enough for that first down. It'll bring up fourth down at about seven. From where they're at, I believe they're spotted at three or four yard line. If you're the punter, your, your heels don't want to be in the back of the end zone in case you got to back up at all. You need to be at least three yards from the back of the end zone here. Dave, how, how far forward is that ball? What, Greg? How far forward is that football? Just three yards exactly? Just three yards out. This punter has no room in the back of the end zone. Everybody coming for the bucks. Doherty takes the punt, gets it off. It's a good one. Everton will take it at the Ridley 40. He's going to come to the near side of the field. He has some blockers. He's able to get by one man, and he's going to be wrestled out of bounds at the 30 and hit hard as he goes to the ground. And there's a, a lot of extracurriculars after the play here. Really better be careful not to get another penalty. He was hit hard. He was close to the out of bounds. You know, one thing I want to say on that hard hit that we had on the return, on Ridley's return, um, I could see on the Interboro sideline physicians that they have on the sideline doing some baseline testing. It's really positive to see, especially uh, the last couple of years, given all the you know concussion talk. They, they really take care of these kids. Absolutely. Today. All, all the teams we come across do do just that, Jim. Here we go. Mendel under center, first down and 10 from the 32 of Ridley. It's a handoff to Thomas, and the Raiders are there to stack them up for no gain. 
Ridley really does a good job there. Looking number 16. Connor Beaumont in on the tackle there. So it'll be second down and 11. Actually a yard loss on that play from the Green Raider 33 are the Bucks. 6-2 Ridley leads. Mendel takes it, play action, keeps it himself to the far side on the option. Now he pitches it outside to Hummel, who has a first down inside the Ridley 20. Great decision here by Mendel to pitch to Hummel. First first downs are rare in this game, and uh, it's it's huge when you got when you pick that one up. That's the first time we've really kind of seen a, a seen a speed option, a triple option from the Bucks all day. Yeah, the first time I think we've seen it all year yeah. from any team. <laughs> So it'll be first down and 10. Ball will be spotted at the Ridley 20. Bucks come out with two receivers far side. It's a handoff to Hummel up the middle. He plunges forward, gets a good four yards on the play. Good power run there by Hummel behind his center and two guards. So good pickup, about five yards on the first down. 9.20 to go in this football game. Six to two, the Green Raiders lead. Ball is at their 15, though, as the Bucks are moving it. I formation, two receivers far side for a medal in the Bucks. He takes the snap. He hands it off on a delay underneath to Thomas, but he doesn't really go anywhere. He's brought down immediately. Second time they run that counterplay, but Ridley has sniffed it out. I right. keep I keep waiting for that to be faked to the fullback and a pitch to the running back to the near side. You set it up enough times, I think it, it'll be open there. So it'll be third down and five, a big third down in this one with 8.40 to go. Ridley leads, 6-2. Mendel takes the snap. He pitches it to Hummel far side. Hummel looks like he has the first down before he goes out of bounds. Dave's down there. Dave, did he get that first down? Yeah, he was able to get to the outside and break it for the first down. So as you were saying on that counterplay, they're setting up that pitch to the outside. You're seeing it here on this drive. So the first and goal for Annabelle at the Ridley nine-yard line. Six to two, the Green Raiders lead here. Eight thirty-one to go. Mental eye formation, two receivers far side. He fakes the handoff. It's a give to Otuda on a sweep to the near side. There's a lot of Green Raiders there. Otuda does make something out of it. Gets four yards inside the five now. A really defense is excellent at stringing out plays, as I mentioned earlier in the game. And Machu does a good job of cutting it back in, get a few more yards there. Now they're inside the five-yard line ready to score. Ochudo a smaller back, so he's able to kind of slip under a few guys to get four yards on that carry. So it'll be second down and goal from the four. Metal under center. Takes it. Gives it to Hummel. Hummel hit. Gets forward, and it's going to be around the two-yard line here, it looks like. Dave's right there. The ball is first on the three-yard line. Now they've got a yard on the carry. So it's going to bring up another crucial third down play right here. It's four-down territory, though. Absolutely. With 7.42 to go, third down and goal from the two-yard line of the Green Raiders here. Ridley leads 6-2. to two. Metal comes out under center eye formation. He hands it off to Hummel. Hummel's into the end zone for the box. Touchdown in Burrow. Interboro sideline and fans explode there as Hummel crosses the end zone for an Interboro Buck touchdown to tie this game up 6-6. Dave, it was a great hole by the Interboro Bucks offensive line there. 
Great job by the offensive line. The fullback and number 20 for the Bucks got a great push, and he was able to cut it back up for the touchdown for the Bucks. Now it's going to be an interesting call about whether they're going to go for the extra point or go for two. I would think that given the situation, they're going to go for two here. It looks like Metal's in there. I don't see a, a, a kicking block out there. And actually, they do have now. They will have a kicking block out there. And they're going to let Everton kick this one. Menold will hold. 7.27. Here's a snap. Flags up. The kick is blocked and no good, but there's flags as Ridley jumped. So they'll kick again. And it is... Oh, no, it was against Interborough. Legal formation, maybe. So, based on that signal, it's against Interborough. And the flags, I'm, or Dave, are they saying the flag's actually offset? Are they calling one on Ridley as well? I didn't see a signal against Ridley. It looks like the bag judge called it on Ridley, but this judge at this far side looks like they called it on Interborough. So, it's an interesting oh. call right now. They're talking to now Ridley, Ridley players. They're declining it now, so it looks like it's going to be no good, and we're going to have to go to the kickoff. So, yeah, that's that's what's happening now. They, they little confusion. The officials got together. It was an illegal formation. Uh, the, the I guess the idea is whether or not they blew the, the kick actually dead, Steve, for yeah. that penalty. Well, if they declined, it had to be an illegal formation. So you can In order for the play to continue. Yeah, you can. If it was false start, the play would have been dead. They had to kick it again. Yeah. But if it's legal formation... That play's good, and uh, it's a matter of declining or accepting the penalty. So Ridley was able to get in there and tip that football here with 7.27 to go. We'll keep it here, here, with 10-6 10, 10, 10 lead for the Bucks here after that touchdown a moment ago. Go ahead, Dave. Uh, when I was told by the referee going along the sidelines, telling Coach Lennox, there were not men on the offensive line going on right there, so that's what caused the penalty. Thank you, Dave. And the correct, it's... I'm, at first, I mentioned I said six six, but it's it's eight to six. It, uh, oh yeah, they just corrected the scoreboard. Yeah. Uh, they're readjusting the scoreboard, so it's an eight to six ball game. So a field goal for Ridley, at that menacing field goal number of three points uh, in high school football, uh, is the potential difference in this one. Seven twenty seven to go in the game. It. Will be up to the Bucks to kick this one off and play defense here. As they set up both sides here, Metal comes out, ball placed at the 40 here as we get set to kick this one off after the Interboro touchdown a moment ago that made it eight to six. Seven twenty-seven to go. Bucks are ready to go here. Mental still trying to get that ball, and it's having some trouble with uh, with getting it set up correctly on that tee here, Steve. <laughs> yeah, it's, now they're going to throw the tee out. Now they're going to throw the looks, someone, oh, it looks like the tee might be broken. Um, and they're just going to watermelon it. We're going schoolyard. Mental just tees up as a watermelon. That's pretty good. Picked up by Miner at the 20 as it stayed low to the ground. Miner patiently looking for some blocks. He gets a few, finds a hole still on his feet into Buck territory at the 45. So Jasir Miner ready and set to go here. An answer for Ridley. And you have to wonder about that decision to throw that 
kicking tee to the sidelines. <laughs> Never so, seen that in my I, life. I, I remember back in the day playing in the schoolyard, uh, putting it up that way and calling watermelon and kicking it. That was pretty good. So, first down and ten for the Green Raiders. From the buck 45-yard line here. Malik yelling out of the gun. Three receivers far side, one to the near side. Hoffman takes the snap. Looking to throw, he's under some pressure. It's a screen to Malik Young. Has some blockers in front. He's going to be run down behind by number 64, Jeremiah Della Priscoli. A great job by him, but Ridley has a first down inside the buck 35. What a name, but great uh, screen uh, play there by Ridley. He has number 68, their big guard, Jesse Lesher, coming out. And now they're going to call it a holding, so that's all going to come back there after a nice play. So hold up the field that time, brings it back. Uh, that flag came in kind of late and couldn't see it. So 7-11 to go in the game. It's an 8-6 ball game as Interboro leads. And trying to fix the score here on the scoreboard here. They're having some issues uh, getting the right score up there. As it... Uh, obviously, the crooked, the crooked numbers are confusing the scoreboard here today, Steve. Uh, it's a lot of fun here. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. First down and 13 for Ridley. Hoffman with three receivers to his left. Far side of the field. One receiver near side. Hoffman takes it. It's a handoff to Malik Young. He bounces it to the outside, but he's going to be brought down for only about a yard gain on the play. Good job by the Buccaneer D. Yeah, good job there by Interbauer to come up and make a play on Young. Second down and about 12 here for Ridley. Under seven minutes in the game. Ridley down 8-6 to six to the Buccaneers. They have the football at the Buck 47-yard line. Hoffman comes out of the shotgun with Young. He's got three receivers to his near side. Stags the lone receiver far side. The near side receivers are bunched. Hoffman takes the snap. Looking, looking. Moves out of the pocket now as he's pressured. And Hoffman's going to look to throw. And he's got incomplete. Trying to get out there to Young, who was covered by Bay on that far side. Hoffman does a great job all game long, continues avoiding pressure, eluding defenders, rolls to Ridley Solon and throws the ball to an intended target. But as you said, Bay does a good job breaking it up. Third down and long here for Ridley. 6.19 to go. Third down and about 11 for the Green Raiders from the 47 of Interboro. Two re- three receivers near side. Hoffman out of the pistol this time with Young directly behind him. And it's going to be a fake pitch, and it's going to be a reverse to Miner. He skips one tackler, gets to the edge, and he's going to be hit on the far sideline. And that was that was close to being, I couldn't can't tell, it's hard to tell, but that was really close to being a late hit. That was close, and it was a nice play design. Uh, you pitch it, and you get uh, Malik Young. Believe it was, or minor, or minor. Excuse me, coming back almost a counter play, but good job. Couldn't tell who came in the backfield for Interbar, but he blew up the play. But minor did a good job of trying to bounce outside and get as much as he could. Yeah, got two yards 
Doherty's going to have to punt this one away. Now let's see here. They set up. Everton and Ochuda to return for the Bucks at their own 10. Snaps a little low. Doherty able to scoop it up, though. It's a end-over-end low-line driver kick that's going to be picked up by Everton far side inside his own 10-yard line. And the Green Raiders are there to take him down at the 6. So, yeah, a tough decision there. Fourth down and 10, only 5.59 to go, six minutes to go. I mean, I think it's a, it was a good call. I mean, you get him inside. I believe they're going to be inside their 10-yard line here. You have all three timeouts, so... Um, you know, the way your defense is playing, they played all year long. You know, I think it was a good decision overall. I actually have two. Oh, two times they did. They took one earlier. Took one earlier. Um, but just under six minutes to go in this one. Interboro leads eight to six. First down and ten for them from their own nine-yard line. Metal takes it. He gives it to Hummel, and Hummel's going to be brought down in the backfield by the Green Raider defense. Still a little too early, I think, to use your timeouts. Uh, if you stop them on third down, then you start using them. But you got to see, you start using them now, they pick up a first down, and then you're kind of, you know, hopeless at that point. So good job not using the timeouts yet. So Interborough is going to be very, you know, slow to get to the line of scrimmage now and use as much clock as they can. Second down and nine for the Bucks from the ten, their own ten. Menold's going to wait his time here. Hard snap. He hands it off up the middle this time to Thomas, who goes forward for maybe three or four yards on that play. Another quick fullback dive there. Now, usually that catches defenses off guard, but with the defense when you have a nose guard in there, does a good job there shedding a block and making a tie. It's a good job here by the Ridley defense bringing up third down. Third and five, and this is a... A big third down here for both sides here. If Interboro can get it, that means they can drain a little more clock. For Ridley, it would give them good field position if the Bucks have to punt. Menold comes out. Unbalanced line to the far side. One receiver. Menold takes it. Play action looking. Intercepted! Intercepted by the Green Raiders on the far sideline. Number 11, Christian Dunn. His second of the game. Ooh, tough one there. Not a bad play call, you know. Play action there, try to you know, pick up the first down. You keep the clock moving. You keep these chains moving. Just what you need. Ridley's expecting you to run the ball there. Unfortunately, number eleven comes in there. Don, who's been doing, having a great game, picks this one off. Gives Ridley and Hoffman great field position. Christian Don, a five eight, one sixty five junior for Ridley, and now the Green Raiders come out and. DeGregorio is back in there as a blocking back. Two receivers far side, Hoffman out of the pistol. Malik Young, 4.33 to go in this one. Hoffman takes the snap to hand off to Young. Runs forward, and the Buccaneer defensive line stacks him up. No gain, and Dave, great pressure by the Bucks that time. I don't know whether it's a play snap count or what's going on, but the Bucks on that defensive line are getting great penetration up front. Atlanta linebackers come up and clean up plays. Thank you, Dave. Second down and 10 for the Green Raiders inside Interboro's 20-yard line after the Christian Dunn interception a moment ago. Under four minutes to go in this Thanksgiving Day game. I formation, Hoffman under center. Two receivers, minor far side, Anderson near side. 
Hoffman takes the snap, gives it to Young, picks his way through for two yards, and that'll bring up third down. Good job there again by Interbarrow. Linebacker May, Thomas come in, make the play there on Young, and third down here. Not sure what the kicking situation is for Ridley. Could be four down. Terry, again, you're only down by two. Field goal will put you up by one. It would be about a 35-yarder if this if they were to kick it from where the ball spot spotted now. If they didn't get a gain here, 3:17 to go. Bucks lead by two, eight to six. Hoffman under center, pro formation, two receivers far side, split backs. Hoffman takes the snap, looks to throw, looks to throw under some pressure, flush from the pocket to the near side, and he's just going to throw this one away out of bounds. A good job, job by Jake Hoffman, and let's see what Coach Decker does. I'm thinking he's going to go for it. I don't think, I don't know if Esteban Munoz has that kind of leg, but he is going to come out here, and it's actually going to be Jamie Fisher who's going to come out. Their longer kicker, Hoffman again. I mean, he's been impressing us all all game long, avoiding pressure. He must took a big sack there; would have really hurt. Steve, we talked Ridley. about we talked about special teams maybe changing this game, and and here we go. We have it. Again, and this ball is going to be about the 34, and, and, and with this surface out there, anything's possible here. A 34-yard field goal attempt for Fisher and the Green Raiders. Snaps a little high, holds good. Fisher's kick is up, and it is good. And the Green Raiders take a one-point lead, 9-8. to eight. Ice in his veins. I mean, he drilled that one. He had... Plenty of room, uh, you know, a little high snap, but Holder did an excellent job getting it down. Blocking was great. Kick was excellent. One-point game here, 9-8 in favor of Ridley. 2.53 to go. He had every every piece of that. Oh, yeah, he and he even with the high snap, he got his footing right. I mean, that thing was dead through. A, it was almost, we, we saw George Lambrizios, one of the best kickers in in uh, the Central League this year from Marple Newtown, and that was that was right on about his leg. So, uh, Jamie Fisher, a great job there. And I miss saying Esteban Munoz's name this year. I like saying his name last <laughs> year. Great, great football name. So a 9-8 to eight game here. We'll just take a moment to remind you this broadcast being presented by Accurate Auto and Tire in Collingdale, Pennsylvania. Uh, for all your car service needs, give them a call at 610-532-9914. Now through December 20th, if you bring in a Toys for Tot donation, you'll get $10 off your invoice. Or if you bring in a canned food item before the new year, you will also get $10 off your invoice. So if you need car repairs, call Accurate Auto and Tire at 610-532-9914 in Collingdale, Pennsylvania. So here we go. Fisher now set to kick it off from the 40. You want a good kick here. I mean, this Ridley defense, if you're Coach Decker, I mean, you got to feel really good about Getting a good kick here, pinning Interbar hopefully inside their 30 and uh, having your defense come on to try to close this game out. So Fisher tees it up at that 40-yard line. Interborough has Hummel and Everton and Ochuda set to return. Fisher's kick high, end over end, using the win. Touchback, and what a moment to get a touchback. So Jamie Fisher doing everything he can to help the Green Raiders out here today and uh, with 2.53 to go, Interboro will take over at their own 20, Steve. After starting the game off horribly on special teams with the punt over your yeah. snap over the head, the special teams comes up huge back-to-back kicks uh, for Ridley. Dave, talk about a, a field goal shifting momentum. 
tremendous job by Ridley's kicker. But in his defense, he now has the win. The win has picked up, <laughs> and now Interborough is going against the win. Now they had to go the entire field with three minutes to go. So here we go, and it's a great point made by Dave. I formation, two receivers far side for Menold and the Bucks. It's a play-action fake. Menold looking. He's firing far side intended. Ochuda grasped it. Did he stay in bounds? No. Side judge says he did not keep his feet in bounds. It was a great job by Ochuda to go up and get it. And this is the time where you got to watch out for Everton. Thought he had him on the deep post around the middle of the field, but... Um, you know, he saw another guy, you know, close. We can't see it from over there, opposite sideline, but they ruled out of bounds. Good coverage once again by Ridley. Menno got crushed at the end of that. Yeah, he's he's taking a few hits, and he give him credit. He keeps standing in there. 2.45 to go, second down and 10 for the Bucks. Menno takes it. It's a pitch, and now reverse the other way to Everton, coming to the near side of the field. He's going to be run out of bounds by Miner, and he's going to be just shy of a first down by about maybe one or two yards. Smart play there by Everton. Picking up as many yards as he can, getting out of bounds and stopping the clock here for Interborough. 2.37 to go in the game. Ridley leads 9-8. to And what has been a, a great game so far, the first half mostly defense. We've seen a lot more offense in the second half. And it's third down here and three for the Bucks from their own 28. It's going to be a handoff up the middle by Hummel and getting in there and making a big stop for the Green Raiders that time. Looks like it was number 20, Ryan Doherty. Doherty's been all over the field tonight. He comes up big right there. So no gain. It's fourth down and three for the Buccaneers. They need a first down here. No choice but to go for it. Metal high formation. Takes the handoff, pitches it to the outside to Hummel. Hummel comes forward, and the Green Raiders stop him for a loss. Turnover on downs for Ridley. We talked about this Ridley defense. Unbelievable. Sideline to sideline. The way they close in and play, seal off plays right there. They strung this one out. Linebacker came up and made an excellent play in the backfield. Huge, huge momentum swing. Or as I should say, the momentum stays on Ridley's side there uh, as they retain possession here up one. And I believe the the Buccaneers may have three timeouts remaining, but they need quick stops, Steve. Dave's down there on the sideline, and Dave, uh, you know, really now takes over. Yeah, this Interborough sideline is very, very discouraged by what just took place. As That pitch has been their bread and butter this entire game, setting up with that fullback dive and unable to get it. Now they're going to rely on their defense like Ridley to try and get an interception or a stop to get this offense back on the field for the Bucks. Ridley takes a timeout here with the score 9-8. to eight. We will keep it here with two minutes to go in this 46th Thanksgiving Day game. Jim Olsman. i got to go back to the decision to throw that kicking tee to the sideline because this game has been really just a battle of field position. We haven't had a lot of scoring, and, and that, even though that, was, that, that drive resulted in a punt, it, it, it still they, they had a really good return, and the field position was changed. So... I think they would have liked to have had that drive obviously start at Further least back. at the 20. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was, I think that is one of the yeah, key. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe the thought process was they were going to kick it low anyhow. And it just unfortunately with that setup, it just went to the, the guy they didn't want it to go to in Jasir Minor. This ball should not get out of the hands of Hoffman or Young. Or Young. Hoffman under center, 209 to go. The Bucks stack the box. Obviously, they're going to try and get a turnover here. 
And Hoffman takes the snap. It's a handoff to Malik Young, far side of the field, picking up maybe four or five yards as he's brought down just shy of the 20. And a timeout by Interboro. So we'll step aside with 2.01 to go in this one. Green Raiders lead 9-8 to eight over the Bucks. You're listening to Thanksgiving Day Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tigers fans. Did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Greg Packer, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua back here with you. 2.01 to go in the 46th Thanksgiving Day game between Ridley and Interboro. Ridley leads 9-8. to eight. It's second down and six for the Green Raiders at the 21 of Interboro. Interboro needs a stop. They have two timeouts remaining. Hoffman, I formation, under center. He's going to take the snap. He's going to hand off to Malik Young, who goes up the middle. And Young is going to be brought down very close to a first down. Dave, what do you got? I thought he got the first down, but the referee to the near side is going to spot it down. It's going to be third down to one on about the 16-yard line. And there's some extracurriculars happening after this one. Is both sides uh, obviously very emotional. Interbro takes another timeout. We'll be right back in just a moment. You're listening to Thanksgiving Day Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Is your vehicle in need of service or repairs? Well, Accurate Auto and Tire, located in Collingdale, Pennsylvania, has been providing auto repair services to Delaware County drivers since 1991. With over 90 years of combined experience, the technicians at Accurate Auto provide quality service at a fair price. And if you bring your vehicle in with an unwrapped new toy by December 20th or a canned food good by December 31st, you can receive $10 off your total invoice. So if your car is in need of service, call Accurate Auto today at 610-532-9914. And the guys at Accurate Auto have a happy and safe holiday season. Greg Peck of Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua here with you. Final 151 in this one. Ridley leads 9-8. to They went ahead on a Jamie Fisher 34-yard field goal a moment ago. And it is third down and one for Ridley. And a first down essentially would put this one away, Steve. Yeah, I mean, either Callis or Malik Young are going to be in the backfield here. Pick up a first down here. I mean, I think everybody's what one more timeout, so since his clock's going to run out. And it looks like the officials calling in both coaches here just to tell everybody to relax a little bit as after the last play, things got a little uh, a lot of extracurriculars, some pushing and shoving, so they're just trying to settle things down here and, and have this, this one end without incident. Um but obviously an emotional game, a big rivalry, Steve. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, as I said, both these teams started out the season, you know, slow, finished it very strong. But, I mean, you know, these Thanksgiving Day games, who cares what you do in the regular season? I mean, it all comes down to this. Again, 46th yeah. year, these teams, you know, both players on either team have a long history together. And, you know, this is an excellent game. One yard to go for really to get a first down to essentially end this one. Hoffman, I formation. Near side receiver, and Hoffman 
pushes forward through his line. That gives the Green Raiders a first down. And with, that'll be 146 on this clock, and it, that should give Ridley the ability to get in the victory formation. And once again, this series, in the last five times they've played, the away team has come away victorious. So that trend continues. Interborough calls a timeout here, and we will just kind of keep it here for the last minute and 40. Dave's down on the sideline. Obviously, Dave, this is, you know, barring a, a fumble or, or a disaster here by Ridley, this is pretty much their game. Yes, it is. They've done a great job defensively. These defenses have done a tremendous job trying to get turnovers as Ridley had the two interceptions in this game that set up that Fisher field goal. So it's been a battle like a rivalry, as we said. No no team's going to give up. They're going to try their hardest even till the end. Thank you, Dave. And Steve, uh, the refs have to do a good job here. This is a point where you can just kneel it. they got to tell each team, you know. Because yeah. in a kneeling situation, you see guys diving in each other's yeah. legs, trying None to get that, the ball. Yeah. So We've had this crew here, uh, not here, at Marple Newtown. We had them for uh, Marple Newtown Springfield. Excellent crew, playoff, playoff-type crew. Yeah. And you don't want anything like you saw with Greg Schiano and the, and the Buccaneers a few years ago. It's not that kind of situation. Hoffman comes out victory formation here. Probably have to kneel on it a couple times to get this thing all the way ticked down. Takes the snap. He kneels down. Both sides just kind of hold their spots. Very respectful of one another. Mm-hmm. And handshakes starting to happen already between uh, a lot of guys, a lot of seniors on both sides who this was their last game, a lot of respect. Yeah, as, you said, as we talked about, hated Robert, but at the same time, they respect these, yeah. each other, and uh, it's good to see that towards the end of the game. As I mentioned, in, in, in the last 10 years, a lot of the youth programs around here have been integrated among students from, from both school districts, so there, there's a lot of friends. They may get chippy at times uh, when they're actually lined up against one another, but uh, at the end of the day, they, they, a lot of them are friends, Trey, Trey Hinchy and um, Nenold are, are friends as well, as if you saw the Daily Times this week. And we're under a minute here. Hoffman on it again. And third down on that clock. They'll have to kneel it one more time, Steve. Yeah, one more time with the play clock situation. So here we go. One more quick snap here. Clock under 35 seconds. Ridley is going to be a 9-8 victor in this one, the 46th edition of it. They will go to 34-12 and all-time against the Buccaneers. And now the Green Raiders are putting in Big John, a kid that's a senior, been a senior manager for them. You may have heard the stories throughout the year. He scored a touchdown earlier this season at Harriton. Um, a kid that has uh, a special meaning to this program. If you go out and check the story, go look at uh, look up Big John as he gets a, another chance in there. Um, the Green Raiders are going to win the 46th Thanksgiving Day game. We will be back in just a moment uh, with a recap of this one. You're listening to Thanksgiving Day Football Tigers right now. At My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The MyWay staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. You can sit back and relax knowing MyWay Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible. They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website at mywayparties.com. 
when it's all said and done, you'll be saying, I did it my way. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Peck of Steve Reynolds Great the Pasqua, Jim Rosman. End of the Thanksgiving Day game between Ridley and Interboro, a 9-8 win for the Green Raiders here at the South Avenue Sports Complex. And, uh, you know, guys, a great game. Uh, you know, obviously a defensive battle at the top of the broadcast. This is something that has kind of been normal for this series in the last couple of years. Very rarely is there a blowout. Jim? Yeah, this has been tight for the past couple of years. Ridley's program at a high point. The last couple of years, obviously, um, only a couple of years removed from a district championship game, but that that type of winning essence just doesn't fade away immediately. And uh, they they had a year that was not what obviously they wanted down here for them. No doubt in my mind that they'll be back because Steve Lennox is one of the best coaches in Delaware County. Absolutely, a, a guy in Steve Lennox who was brought here to. to to, you know, to basically flip the tide against Ridley, and he has done so. As he's, you know, I believe ten and eight all time against the Green Raiders. Um, and uh, for Ridley, it, it, you know, a win that, that, as we mentioned in the broadcast, came off of off of a field goal, which at times has has haunted them in years past. They've lost by extra points in field goals in this game and others as well. Never thought I would see that, <laughs> but we saw it. But good for you, Green Raiders. Great job by Jamie Fisher, Steve. You know, obviously. Uh, a great way to end the season for everybody. I know it's, uh, you know, bro, you know, it'll be a tough kind of next couple hours, but fortunately the Thanksgiving Day meal can usually kind of salt away some of that, that wounds. Yeah, and you bounce right back, Eagles, Cowboys, if any of these yeah. guys are fans of either team. But uh, a great season for both these teams. Um, you know, had to go off to both of them in their bar. They're going to, you know, end the year with the loss, but, you know, they'll bounce back. And really good way to end the season. Again, both teams started off slow, but, Overall, I think they had good seasons. One team made the playoffs, one team finished with a, a good record. And they'll be talking about this game. Esteban Munoz will be talking about this game for years, kicking that field goal. I mean, just unbelievable. Great to be here on Thanksgiving Day. And I just want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. And obviously, a, a, a nice at the very end there, I mentioned a player from Ridley. and He's, he's gotten some time at, at times, a, a special uh, needs player at Ridley. Goes to school there. He's been a, a manager all four years. And John Tortello, able to get in the game there and give him one hand off in the Thanksgiving Day game as a senior. Um, you know, certainly something he'll remember. And a great job by Coach Lennox and Coach Decker to kind of say, hey, guys, we're going to give John an opportunity here to, to touch a football. Um, but yeah, this is this game here is another great addition of this rivalry, um, and throughout the game, and Dave DePasqua, who spent most of the, the day down there on the sidelines, is coming up to the booth now to warm up a little bit. And Dave, um, you know the atmosphere, a great one throughout the day. Great atmosphere. The rivalry between these two is unreal. Both sides had great crowds. You saw the family atmosphere. Now football, they had the football game, tremendous job on the field. I mean, nine eight, it's like a baseball score going on. So you never know what's what's going to happen in these rivalries. But next up, next up to do is the food. Yeah, absolutely. And we won't keep any of our listeners any longer. Uh, we do greatly appreciate uh, all of our listeners throughout the season. Um, I also want to say a special thank you to the Interborough uh, Athletic Department and the football coaching staff here for give, helping us get the opportunity to broadcast. Uh, from South Avenue for this game, a special moment for us as we've been trying uh, to get throughout the season. Jim, final thoughts? Well, I just want to wish everyone one last time happy Thanksgiving. Uh, honored 
to be part of your Thanksgiving morning into the afternoon. Enjoy your meal. Be thankful for that food that you'll uh, you'll get to feast on uh, later. And we're we're very thankful for your listenership, Steve. Uh, yeah, I just want to uh, you know thank you guys for a great season, Jim, Dave, Greg. Uh, you know, just everyone who gave us the opportunity here. Just thankful for everything, especially on this Thanksgiving uh, morning. And uh, just glad to be a part of the radio network and uh, high school football. Dave? It's been a privilege to work with you guys all season. All our listeners, thank you for staying with us for the Tigers Radio Network. Happy holidays. All right, guys, and, and thank you as well. I, I echo the Thanksgiving sentiment there. You can read more about this game, get coverage of the entire 2014 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcast on marplenewtownfootball.com. Follow us on Twitter, at MNTigers, and at MNAthletics, and on Instagram, at MNTigers. Interboro High School Athletic Director is Tony Meccarellio. Head football coach of the Interboro Bucks is Steve Lennox. Color commentator Steve Reynolds. Sideline analyst Dave DePasqua. Engineer, statistician, executive producer Jim Olsman. For the entire broadcast crew, happy Thanksgiving. And thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, powered by Easy Stream and heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Advanced Chiropractic Center, My Way Entertainment, Delco Cleanouts, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, The Philly Pretzel Factory, Sprawl Lanes, DZO Mechanical, Anthony's at Paxson, and Zach's Hamburgers. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MNTigers. The Marple Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!